Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's time for the Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, the show that brings together the trilogy of estate, tax, and retirement planning. The show that teaches you how to make all the right moves with regard to money making, tax savings, and estate protection. Are you ready to thrive through the financial chaos? Here are your hosts, Tom Fortino and Brian Usolding. Good morning, everyone. I'm excited, and I'm excited because the goal of this show week in and week out is to educate, inform, and help you understand where you're at because the last thing we need is stress in our retirement. And so if we can provide some clarity and, uh, and, and you know, get, think, get you on track, we've been successful. And that's the goal every week. You know, we're an investment advisory firm. We are a fiduciary. We do fee-based money management, but we're so much more than that. You hear why we're different by design. Let me give you some examples. I start the show out with a quote. Of if everything seems to be going well, you've obviously overlooked something. Now, I know that may sound pessimistic, but actually, I'm going to take the optimistic turn on that. What do I mean by that? I mean, you know, when we talk about having a plan, and I always say being complete, right? Again, I mentioned we're, we do portfolio management. That's one piece of your plan. But often, so many things are overlooked. I sometimes say these are problems that are asleep. What do I mean by that? I mean, what happens in the event that the market drops. What happens in the event that a spouse has a, has a long-term illness or a disability? What happens if taxes increase in the future and now all your money that you're trying to pull out is taxable to you? Uh, more, I'm sorry, you have to pay more taxes on it. There's all of these, I call them financial curveballs or what-ifs. Look, you know, you've heard this time and time again. I'm not the first to say it, but here's where I see in this industry where it's uh, these things that are overlooked. You know, the number one thing we talk about is not outliving our money. Time and time again, every survey shows that, right? So we can we can agree, I guess, it's hard to always say what's the most important thing is not outliving our money, having an income plan. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. Part of my goal here too today is, as I said, in providing clarity is a process. I think all too often it's overwhelming. People are like, where do I get started? There's all of these moving parts you know, we have taxes to worry about. We have income plan to worry about. We have investments to worry about. We have estate planning, asset protection. But again, I'm going to get into all of these things today if you stick with me. But when we talk about the income planning, which again, I'm going to get into in one second here and ask you if you really do have an income plan. Um, but, you know, you think about just the one example I gave, and I'm going to give you specifics and I'm going to give you solutions and I'm going to give you um, some tools today too. I'm going to make some offers. But... Um, you know, what happens in the event of a spouse passing away? That's a what if. That's a financial curveball. You can say, I have this, I have Social Security coming in, I have a pension, I'm pulling money off my investments, but now what happens when a spouse passes away? Let's, talk, let's look at your plan. Okay, if a spouse passes away, one of the Social Securities goes away, right? That's just a fact that one of them will go away. So now the income goes down. If there's a pension, the pension may either be reduced. In some cases, it goes away, depending on how you set it up. So is that going to impact your plan? So you see where we're talking about some of these things that we need to, you know, we need to understand. And I say, how have I protected that income plan? Step one is have an income plan. Okay. 
I'm not going to argue with that. But then these other things um, we need to, to be aware of. What happens if there's a long-term illness? Now, I know that's a whole discussion. We could spend an entire show on it. But keep in mind there are four, three or four things that come into play there. If there's a long-term illness or a disability and you're still working, income goes away or it's reduced dramatically. You're not contributing to your retirement accounts, right? Uh, we also have to remember that, uh, you know, what about the care? What about the cost of care? You know, long-term care in the state of Illinois is approximately 90000 a year. How does that impact your income plan? You see what I'm talking about? We haven't even started getting into taxes. I'm going to talk about that as well. But let's talk briefly about the income plan and, and see if you have that, this foundation. It's almost like building blocks. Now, I had some clients come in recently, and I have these meetings all the time, and we said, let's take a look at your income plan. The first thing is, one of the more common things is Social Security. Let's talk about that, because this is a guaranteed income piece. One of the things I want to also differentiate is income versus assets. Your investments are not an income. They are assets. Conversely, your Social Security is not an asset. It's an income. You cannot go take a chunk of money out of it. You can't go buy a house. with. It's not an, it's not an, an, in, an asset. It's an income. So we need to understand that. So when we start creating an income plan, let's first define our income, guaranteed income streams. One certainly is Social Security. And we won't have time to get into all the claiming strategies. I'll make some common remarks about there, um, some general remarks, I should say. One of the things I would tell you is if you don't know what your Social Security benefit is, please go find out. You may be surprised. You can go to ssa.gov, pull up your Social Security benefit. They'll give you at age 62, your full retirement age, which is if you were born after 90, it's going to be somewhere between 66 and 67 typically, and then you're at to age 70. Why do they give you those ages? Well, the reason they give you those ages is because you can take it as early as 62, you are locked into that lower benefit for the rest of your life, and if it's a survivor benefit, it's going to be, so you have to be very careful about that. The majority of people actually take it at 62, believe it or not. You can wait till full retirement age, which is 66, 67, they'll tell you what it is, depending on what year you were born, and then you can wait as, as, as long as 70. Every year you defer, it goes, grows by 8%. That's called a delayed retirement credit. In fact... The difference between taking at age 62 and age 70 is almost 80%. You could see a benefit go from, as an example, 24000 a year up to 40000 a year. Yes, you are not taking the income. You are deferring it. But now you have a higher income for the rest of your life. And if you pass away, your spouse has that higher, higher income. So please be careful on your, what's called your claiming strategies. When are you going to claim Social Security? You may be uh, surprised... Um, where if you and your spouse, if you go to check on ssa.gov, you may have at full retirement age, um, let's say, again, 66, 67, you may have a $35,000 a year Social Security benefit. Your spouse may have a $30,000 Social Security benefit. That's $65,000 of an income stream. Are you aware of this? Do you see how now we're starting to build our income plan? Now, there's another twist to this that you need to be aware of, which, again, when I talk about it's overlooked in this industry, up to 85% of your Social Security benefits. So let's just say you have 60000 of benefit between you and your spouse. That's a pretty important thing to know. Would you agree? Again, ssa.gov, you can pull up your benefits. Now you're starting to create an income plan. I'm going to talk about the other pieces of protecting that income plan today and give you some ideas on tax-free strategies. Um, <clears throat> and then and as that relates to your Social Security, think about this. Your claiming strategy is only one aspect of that income plan. Okay, 
I got it. $60,000 a year. But hold on. What if, is, uh, how much of that's going to be taxable? If you look on your tax return, and again, when was the last time your advisor even looked at your tax return or went through these things with you? We do this in detail. Line 20A and line 20B is your Social Security, where you get it. 20A is what you receive. 20B is what you're being taxed on. If you receive Social Security right now, you should look at it. It'll be interesting. You'll see how much you get taxed on. But up to 85% of your Social Security is taxable. Are you aware of that? So if I'm in a $60,000, I'm getting $60,000, up to $50,000 of my Social Security can be taxable. Again, and, and so think about that. I may have said, I, you know, I did a great idea on this claiming strategy. I deferred it. I optimized it. We did all these things. By the way, there's no perfect answer on how, when to take Social Security, but at least look at it. This is something we do with our clients. This is something we do when you come in and see us. But, um, you know, there's also a tax component to it because if I have 50000 of it's taxable and I'm in this 20 or 30% effective tax bracket and I got to turn around and give ten or 12000 to the government, have I really done a good job planning? You see what I'm talking about when I say it's not just about the income. It's about how much of it I get to keep, how much of it is protected, how much of it I've protected from market risk, increasing tax, potentially increasing tax rates. Uh, if a spouse passes away or there's a disability, this is really when I get into planning. I want to get into all of this today. I'm going to offer this retirement planning packet in a minute that gets into these aspects of first create the income, maximizing income is in there, how to create tax free. Do you know? That it's possible, depending on your situation, to get most of it or all of your Social Security tax-free. I sit down with clients all the time and I go through this. If nothing else, you understand, hey, how can I get more of my Social Security tax-free? There's certain limits where you hit. Do you know if you have a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k and it's tax-free income? Do you know that doesn't count against your Social Security? Not only is it not taxable to you. And it will never go on your 1040. It does not count as income against Social Security, whereas all these other things do. So we, got, we have just a lot to get into. So I want you to stick around here. We just started in the piece of this with the income planning piece. I want to still talk about these building blocks to create an income plan you can't outlive. But then how about maximizing most of them, getting most of it tax-free and protecting it from all these unforeseen events? Now we are, as they say, cooking with gas. For those of you that want to get, st- you know, I don't, I just want to offer this right out of the gates because we're coming up on a break. But if you really want to get informed on some of these things, I, com- I created this entire retirement planning packet. It's got budget worksheets, asset organizers. It's got a report on maximizing income, a report on creating tax-free, six strategies for tax-free income. It's also got the asset protection toolkit in there. It talks about protecting the assets for all these, un- uh, your, uh, your income and assets from all these unforeseen events. If you want this, this is a, a, uh, you know, a, a toolkit that you can use to get everything in place and start to create a plan. Give us a call if you want that sent out to you. We can email it to you as well. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Stick around. We're going to get into a lot today. You're going to come away with some good ideas. Keep those pencils sharpened. Welcome back. Today we're talking about uh, creating what I call a complete plan. You know, we we in the, and in this industry, I'll make a comment. You listen to other shows and so on. You see, and it's 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 a true uh, true statement. The number one concern with anybody, of course, and it makes sense. It's kind of obvious. It's like I know that. 
the number one concern among retirees or nearing retirement is I don't want to outlive my money, obviously, right? Um, so there's this focus on what we call an income plan. We do it too. We're an investment advisory firm. We're a fee-based money manager. We're a fiduciary, all of that. But I've been doing this over 20 years. And so um, what's unique about our firm, and I've given some examples of uh, where we look at everything. I always say you are complete, right? Uh, there's not one event that's going to disrupt your entire plan. So if we focus on the income plan and we say, okay, maximize Social Security, we do that. Make sure your pension is set up properly. We do that pension planning, how to set up investments and create income you can't outlive. We do all that. But the other piece of it is, what about the other financial curveballs, the what ifs? You know, what if a spouse passes away? Well, you know, how have I planned for that? Have I maximized Social Security so the survivor benefit is the, is the maximum to my spouse? Have I, you know, life insurance? I, I'm not saying you shouldn't get it, but it's a myth to say, oh, I'm 65. I don't need it anymore. I don't know that's true. What if an income goes away? Should I have that? I'm not suggesting you go about life insurance, even though I've been life licensed for over 20 years. Okay. Uh, 25 years, actually. Uh, but, you know, this is something maybe you should look at. Why are we not having these discussions? Because when certain things are irrevocable. When you select Social Security, that's irrevocable. When you select your pension, that's irrevocable. Okay, so, um, and then when something happens down the road, well, what are your options? So this is why I get a little animated when we talk about really what does it mean to have a, an income plan? Well, there's these other pieces, there's this, these peripheral things that will disrupt your income plan. So how strong is your income plan? Um, and then we didn't even, we're going to spend a lot of time on taxes, I always do, but because I think this is critical. You know, we have a $20 trillion debt. Two, well, it's $21 trillion. I'm sorry. I forgot. It just went to $21 trillion and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. We have $200 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Okay, where do you think tax rates are going? I don't know. I not, nobody knows. But what happens 10 years from now if taxes go up? Is your plan incor- incorporated any of that into it? Do you know you can get, potentially get most of your Social Security tax-free? So, and most of your other income, if you do the right things... Or do some, there's some strategies out there. I'm going to talk about those ideas here in a little bit. But let me spend a little more time again on this income plan. Once you create that and you do these other things, I offered that uh, retirement planning toolkit. I'm going to make another offer here in a minute. But how many of you can, first of all, say you have an income plan? Again, I made the comment before. Please understand, pensions and Social Security are incomes. They are not assets. Your investments is an asset. It's not income. So uh, the more you're relying on your investments to create income, I know there's this, this grow a pile of money and pick at it, the 4% rule, what's my number if I can just get to $2 million? I'm sorry, but that's not an income plan. I respect it, and I appreciate that you're trying to grow your money. But you know, if I said you could get 8% per year in retirement for the next 10 years, who's going to sign up? Everybody, probably. But then I said, well, let me change that. You're still going to get 8%, but oh, by the way, the first year, you're going to be down 40%. How do you feel about that? Of course, you probably wouldn't want to be on that. Well, that's what's happened from 2008 to 2018. You know, the market's up 8 to 9% over 10 years. But that first year, you were down 40%. Can your plan take that? So there's that market risk component of it. So we want to create as much guaranteed income as we can. So let me just briefly talk, and I want to get into these other ideas. So look at your income plan, please. Pensions. I'll spend a brief moment on pensions. If you have a pension... Please understand what the survivor benefit is if you're currently taking it. I mentioned it's irrevocable as soon as you take it. 
So once that's turned on, again, it's an income, not an asset. You can't stop and say, okay, give me a chunk of money. Some of you may have a lump sum option, but for those of you who are currently taking it, please understand the survivor benefit. I've had plenty of people come into my office and I say, what happens when if, at the, if a spouse passes away? What happens to your pension? I'm not sure. I think they get 50%. So I would just tell you, please understand what the survivor benefit is, because this is that financial curveball we talked about. The second thing I would say is if you have not taken it, please call your provider. I had a meeting recently. Someone came in. They brought in the the printout. They got it. They said it. We sat it down. We went through it. Okay, it looks like if you take it just based on your life, it's this amount. If you give a 50% survivor benefit, it's this amount, 100% survivor benefit to your spouse. In other words, you both get it, joint life, this amount. And now you start creating an income plan. So that's what I would say about the pension piece. The other piece is the Social Security. I mentioned already, it's ssa.gov. If you don't know what the number is, they don't send them out every year anymore, but um, I think every five years. But you may ha- be, have 60000 of income from Social Security between you and your spouse. Okay, that's an income stream. Now we say, well, where am I going to get the rest of my money? If I have 60000 from Social Security, I have 30000 from pension, I'm up to 90000 well, then I'm going to rely on my investments. As I said, investments are not a guaranteed income source. Please understand that. I'm not saying, obviously, in many cases, you're going to need them to supplement your income. But, um, but you have to be aware of how they work. Uh, I will mention one other op- uh, option here, too, is using annuities. There's a lot of people out there talking about them. Unfortunately, you're getting misinformed constantly on them. And it's really, it's a little disheartening. Some people say they're great. Some people say they're the worst thing in the world. And it's unfortunate because they just don't tell you the facts. This is one fact. Annuities are the only instrument out there that will give you a guaranteed income stream for the rest of your life. Call Fidelity. Call someone with your, where your 401k provider is and ask them, what is my guaranteed income off of this account? You know the answer is there isn't one. So this is why I'm not saying they're right for everybody. It, that's not the point. The point is, how do they work and do they make sense for you? If I could get you guaranteed income, or you could, I'm saying you could get guaranteed income using these, in fact, get joint guaranteed income for both you and your spouse's life, is that a benefit? Well, of course it is. Now, there's pros and cons to everything. All right? So it's just, it's just it's so frustrating. I, I, I say that one of two things. I'm going to be a little bold here. Maybe either they're misinforming you intentionally or they don't know what they're talking about. I'm sorry. All right? So just understand how they work. I'm not saying they're for everybody, but imagine if you could say, I have uh, Social Security's 50000 uh, pensions thirty thousand. Now I have another forty thousand a year guaranteed using this annuity. By the way, annuities are both an asset and an income if they're used right. Isn't that interesting? Because there's the money there that's invested if you use the right type of annuities. I usually talk about indexed annuities, not variable. That's another misinform. Uh, another way, miss this. Ken Fisher misleads people all the time. But the um, the indexed annuity has principal protection and has uh, market growth. Okay, potential market growth. So I can start and stop my income, unlike Social Security and pensions. I can also, uh, to the extent I don't go through the money, the money goes to my beneficiaries. So I could use it as a guaranteed income stream for my spouse and myself for the rest of our lives. So now I have that plus my other pieces of income. I have most of the income I need guaranteed. And then I still have investments that guess what? I can pull 10000 a year off if I want to go on for a trip. Uh, I know those paychecks are coming in every every month. This is why income planning, yes, I agree it's important, but it's not the end all and be all because your income plan can collapse if we don't take care of all these what ifs. Okay, I'm going to get into a lot more. Let me do this. 
Because I want to get into some taxes and, and, and talk to you about getting tax-free income, getting Social Security as close to tax-free as possible. Um, I've talked to you about uh, protecting the assets from all these other things. We're got, we have a lot to get into. But for those of you that really want to take a look and are serious, this is why I offer this. Look, I've been doing this, as I said, over 20 years. Um, if you want to come in, you can see me. You know, You'll come in and see me personally. If you want to take a comprehensive look, I talk about being complete. We'll, we'll talk about your income. If you have an income, we'll test your income plan. We'll test your current portfolio and, and examine what you currently have and see what the risk levels are. So these are things when I say, you know, I made the comment, if everything seems to be going well, you've obviously overlooked something. Well, let's not overlook things. We'll take a look at everything. If you've been thinking about this, it's very informal. There's no cost or obligation. I hope you get a sense of who I am. And it's, it's really a great exercise to go through an income plan, an, uh, an investment plan. We'll test that. We'll also take a look at the tax planning, how to get more tax-free income. What, how should you be doing those types of things? How to maximize Social Security. And then how to protect everything to make sure we cover all those financial curveballs. This is, will be a comprehensive and complete retirement plan, no cost or obligation. Um, and so if you're interested, if you're really serious, I can say this. It's probably the most productive use of your time. I can send you out all types of information. But if you want to take advantage of this, again, you'll sit down with me, Tom Fortino, um, as long as it takes and to get this to go through all this. Give me a call. Again, if you're interested, you want to take advantage of this offer, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185. You will walk out of there with a complete picture. You will walk out of there with clarity. You will understand you're bringing your tax returns, throw all your stuff in a box, bring in your trust and will, uh, powers of attorney. We'll go through everything. This will be a fun exercise. Again, if you're interested, please give me a call. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Well, we talked about income planning. I want to talk about how do you get most of that income tax-free. Maximize income, minimize taxes. I'm going to give you six ideas when we come back here. You're listening to Tom Fortino on AM560, The Answer. Well, today we've been uh, covering income planning, but really from a different perspective, right? We always talk about maximizing income, and I did talk about that. And there's really a process to your whole retirement planning. What's unfortunate sometimes, as I said, is there's a focus on one thing, and then you know there's, there's these unforeseen events that come along, and uh, we just don't look at them. Uh, we're not given the advice, maybe, in some cases, and it's not... You know, to be disparaging about most people in this industry, it's it's all about hey, how can we grow your money? And we do that. We're an investment advisory firm. We're a fiduciary. Okay, we do fee based money management. But what we do that's been different, and I've been all I've been doing this ever since I've been in this industry for over twenty years. We do estate planning, asset protection, tax planning. When was the last time your advisor ever looked at your tax returns? Do you know what your marginal tax bracket is? So when we talk about income planning, I did say yes, it's important to create an income stream that you can't outlive. But what are the threats to that income stream, right? I mentioned if someone passes away, and these are irrevocable decisions on some of them. So when I say if there's not, if the plan isn't in place, you don't have the option down the road. So, you know, a social security goes away. That's going to happen. So your income will be reduced. How is that going to impact? That impacts your income plan, obviously. 
Okay, what happens? So if you didn't maximize Social Security benefits for the surviving spouse, well, that was something that was overlooked. Maybe you should have, you should have a 20-year term life policy to protect. I don't know, but it's should we look at it? Maybe. It's not about, you know, trying to it's not about a product or thing, it's about a plan. Um, you know, or if a pension goes away, if there's a disability, a long-term illness, the market goes down. These are things where you want to take a look at your tax plan. Now we're going to talk about another piece of it, which is your tax planning. Right? What about the risk of increasing tax rates? This is certainly a risk to your plan. So I pose the question, what are the tax rates going to be 10 years from now? What are they going to be 20 years from now? I don't know. But you know, if you need, I've given these examples before, if you need $100,000 out of your, because every time I sit down, you know, I don't know how many meetings I had this week, almost all of their, their money, your money is in tax deferred. I'm not, again, it's not being critical. It's just what we've been told. Put your money in these pre-tax. You get a tax deduction, and uh, but on the back end, every penny's taxable. We've you've heard the reference tax time bomb. Not only is it taxable to you, it makes more of your Social Security taxable. I said up to eighty-five percent of your Social Security can be taxable. So, <clears throat> should we be doing some tax-free strategies? If you need a hundred thousand out of these accounts to net, if you need to net a hundred thousand of income out of them, right, and you're in a thirty percent effective tax rate combined. Well, what do you have to pull out of these accounts? Because remember, every penny's taxable. What do you have to pull out to net 100? It's not 130. It's 142. Because remember, it's a large 30% of 142 is 42,500. So really, it's a little under 100,000 you net. Well, what happens if tax rates go up? Is that a threat? Now, what do you have to pull out? 150, 160. So we've got to be aware of some of these things. How many, I call it forward tax planning. There's this rear view mentality where we do our taxes on April 15th. We do it. That's tax preparation. It's not tax planning. So let me just give you some quick examples. I have a number of them I'm going to get into. Some of the more obvious ones, but your Roth contributions. Now, if you have a 401k, you can still make a Roth contribution. That doesn't phase you out. It's an income phase out. So if you have a 401k, you and your spouse can contribute. That's 6,500 per person per year. That's 13,000 per person per year. So you can do 13,000 today. And oh, by the way, in January, which is unfortunately, you know, God, these months are five or six months away, you can do another 13000 You can get $26,000 over the course of the next six months into, between you and your spouse, if you're over age 50, into an account that grows tax-free the rest of your life. What you pull out, of course, no taxes on it, does not tax your Social Security, there's no required minimum distributions, and it goes to your spouse and children tax-free. Maybe we should be looking at some of these things. How many people are having this conversation? Pay on the seed, not on the harvest. Yes, you do not get a tax deduction for it, but you get a. Uh, but it's tax free on the back end. What would you rather do? And this is why when I say, if you come in and see us, bring in your tax returns. Look on line forty three. How many of you have been told to look on line forty three? That's your taxable income. There was a Wall Street Journal article that said, "Know your numbers." That's a number you should know. So if one thing comes out of this, that just one thing from today's show, and you know what your taxable income is, you're not taxed on your gross on page one. You're taxed on your taxable income, page two. You can take that. If you're between 76 and 176, roughly, you're in a 22% tax bracket. Are you aware of that? If you're over 176, I think up to 315, roughly, you're in a 24% marginal tax bracket. Are you aware of that? So when I start to say... Now, you see how you're starting to understand. When I, when I said at the beginning of the show, I'm going to provide clarity. I'm going to pro- you now understand why you're doing things. You're making informed decisions. That's why I go through these things. So now I say, look, I have to pay 22% up front on this money to put it into a Roth, but I know I'll never pay taxes on it again. 
versus putting into a traditional. Is that worth it? Because you don't get a deduction. You get a deduction. On a would you do that? Well, if you would, then you've answered the question. So I'm just giving you one example. We still have Roth 401ks. You still have after-tax contributions to 401ks. You have Roth conversions. There's all these ideas that you're probably not being told about. I'm going to get into them. I don't have a lot of time right now because we're coming up on a break. But let me offer the tax-free strategies. It's part of this retirement planning kit if you want it. Give us a call. I'm going to include these ideas. They go in a lot more detail. I'll include the worksheets. It's an entire kit that walks you through all of the aspects of your retirement planning to make sure that you have a solid plan you're complete. If you want the retirement planning packet, give us a call. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. I've got a lot more to get into. I hope I'm giving you some food for thought here, but I'm going to talk to you about more ideas about tax-free income, protecting the pile, and making sure you never outlive your assets. You listen to Tom Portino. Well, you know, I've used the term, we're, we've been talking today about, you know, not just having an income plan, but protecting the income plan. You know, I think there's too much focus on the income plan and saying, well, what happens that can totally disrupt that income plan or make that income plan collapse? Well, there's things that can happen. Uh, I did talk about what happens in the event of death, what happens in the event of disability, what happens in the event of rising income rates, what happens in the event of markets going down. How does that affect your income plan? These are these financial curveballs, and I think all too often they're not looked at. I'm going to spend some more time on taxes. I gave the example already of how many of you are trying to use these tax-free strategies. There's six or seven. Really, there's a seventh idea I've thrown out there before, too. But the report offers six ideas. You know, How many of you have had your advisor even look at your tax return? Do you know what your marginal tax bracket is? That's line 43. Do you know how much of your Social Security benefits are being taxed? That's line 28, line 20B. So... You know, it's not what you know. Say it's not what you make; it's what you keep. Then we have to worry about what about the risk of increasing tax rates. That's a risk on your plan because the government's going to get their piece. I I liken them to the mafia sometimes. But there is: do you want the IRS to become a bigger part of your retirement plan? Well, if you have tax-free income, you know, I gave the Roth contributions an example. That's sixty-five hundred per piece. That's thirteen thousand if you're over age fifty. You can do Roth conversions. You have until the end of the year to do a Roth conversion. Now, why is it important? You see how when I talked about taxes? Because if I look at my line 43 on my 1040, I love taxes, but anyway, line 43, sometimes it sounds like gibberish, especially if you read the tax code, by the way. But if you look at line 43 on your tax return, I know where my marginal tax bracket is. So it's going, it can, it can help me make a decision. I can quantify. I had some client come in the other day. I said, look, you're, you're in a 22% tax bracket. You're going, now, here's another one, Roth 401ks. And I talked about Roth IRAs. I said, do you know if you even have a Roth 401k? I think I do. I'm going to check. So she checked. She does have a Roth 401k. So I said, well, let me ask you a question. We looked at her tax returns. Line 43, she was in a 22% tax bracket. I said, if you're going to put, she's putting 10000 away in her 401k. I said, okay, let me ask you a question. You're, right now, you're putting it in a pre-tax account. It doesn't come on your tax returns. Uh, You're not paying on the tax, but on the back end, every penny is going to be taxable. Oh, by the way, what you pull out can impact how much of your Social Security is taxable. Oh, by the way, you're going to have required distributions at 70 and a half, and now you have to take it out whether you want or not. How about this? What if you put it in a Roth 401k? 
Roth 401ks, you can put up to $24,500. They're different than Roth IRAs since the contribution levels are much higher, number one. Number two, they're not income tested. Doesn't matter what income you make. But in this case, I said, you're putting $10,000 a year in. You're in a 22% tax bracket. If you put $10,000 in the Roth 401k, all right, um, you're going to show that income next year on your 1040. I mean, on your W-2. It's going it's, to, it's not pre-tax. Okay. So, um, you're going to pay $2,200 on that, you know, I can increase taxes, but it's going to grow tax-free the rest of your life. You know, we talked about it. No required distributions. Doesn't tax your, so would you be willing to pay on the seed? Now, would you do it? And she said, yeah. I said, well, there's your answer. See how that works? I, I quantified everything. It wasn't opinion. I just walk through that. Now, here's the other thing. She could do 5000 to the traditional, 5000 to the Roth. Split it. So now I'm saying, okay, I'm not sure what tax rates, but now, do you see how we're doing planning? And boy, that, I mean, this makes pe- you feel good because you're getting it and you're doing these things and you're doing planning and you're, you know, I hate to say sticking it to the government, but I mean, that's always a good thing. But you're keeping more of your money. And so this is why I get excited when we talk about planning. Do you see why this goes over and above income? Because now the income that they pull off that asset, your investment, the income you pull off is all tax-free. Whether tax rates are 30% or 50%, the tax bill on that is still zero. All right? So this is why I'm so, um, as I said, adamant about including tax planning into your income planning. Let me go off on a tangent real quick. I'm going to come back to this. But... um, and for those of you that want the retirement planning packet, I told you all of this is in there in more detail. I can only cover so much. You can give us a call. It has the tax-free strategies, the income, maximizing income, decisions to make on Social Security, the worksheets, uh, the pl- protection uh, asset protection report, all of this, estate planning, six essential documents. If you want that, give us a call, 800-748-3185. There's no cost for this. There's no excuse. 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185. I'm going to go off. I'm going to back to taxes in a second. But listen to this. This says, according to federal government projections, about a quarter of Americans turning 65 between 2015 and 2019 will need up to two years of long-term care. 12% will need two to five years. So we can go into some of the statistics. But again, I'm not suggesting you go about in long-term care. There's different ways. This actually talked about long-term care without the handcuffs. But remember how I said at the beginning about income planning? And I said, that's great. You have income. But what happens? What can totally disrupt that? Well, this is one thing. Now, I'm a firm believer, as you can tell, in I want you to be informed. I want you to make educated and and get it. And so when I sit down with clients to go through long-term care, I have an entire session on it. We go through that. That's something I do for all my clients. I want you to be informed on it. You may come out of that meeting saying, eh, I'm, I'm willing to take a risk. But you cannot deny it's still a risk. Right? I said, if everything seems to be going well, you've obviously overlooked something. All right? And I just don't want someone to get blindsided by this and and say, I never had that conversation. Okay? So with the long-term care, there are actually, instead of buying the premiums, some people say, well, I'll pay it for 20 years. You know, it's $3,000 a year for 20 years, which is okay. Um, But what if I don't use it? Well, there's other options out there. This this article came out, again, in Wall Street Journal. This was uh, last month. These hybrid long-term care insurance. So, and what's interesting is this can also cover some other things. They, you can now purchase life insurance. I call it guaranteed universal life. This is how I would structure it for a client because it's guaranteed. The premiums cannot go up. 
for the rest of your life. So let's say, for example, you bought a policy and it was a $500,000 death benefit. Saying, great. So guess what? A couple things that I've done here is now uh, life insurance is income tax-free to the beneficiary. So if I pass away, my spouse or my children are going to get a half million dollars income tax-free. But here's why these are called hybrids. And here's another way to cover these what-ifs or these financial curveballs. Um, if you... Um, if you ever need long-term care, you cannot perform two out of five activities activities of daily living. Just like long-term care insurance, if you set these up, they will allow you, it's called an, sometimes an accelerated death benefit. You can use the death benefit for your care. Typically, again, I'm giving you general information, 2% of the death benefit. I said a half million dollars, 2% per month. So a half million, 2% is 10,000. You can use 10,000, you can have a $10,000 long-term care coverage for um, 48 months, four years, 10000 a month. So what have I done here? When we talk about financial curse balls, if I have a long-term illness, I've covered certainly a large chunk of it, hopefully most of it, all of it. If I don't go through all of that, what's left goes is a death benefit. So let's say I, go, I use 200000 for long-term care. There's 300000 that goes to my spouse or my children tax-free. So... I'm protecting potentially uh, in the extent I, or if I, it's not a use it or lose it. So if I never use it, the money, someone's getting something. If I use it, I'm protecting my estate. Do you see why, do you see these ideas that you can incorporate? Um, It's worth a discussion. I don't know if it's right for you, but I'm just saying these are things to think about in how many of you are having these conversations. I told you we're an investment advisory firm. We do fee-based money management, but over 25 years, I'm, well, I'm over 20 years. I'm, I think I'm going on 25 years. I looked the other day. It's like, my God, I'm at 25 years. But, um, you know, I've always, I feel obligated. I've always covered these. I think it can be done. I don't think you have to be focused on one thing. That's our business model. So we do estate planning, trust, powers of attorney, medical powers of attorney. I haven't spent time on those, but you should have those. If you think about it, since we're talking about long-term illness, I'm going to get back to taxes in a second. We talk about long-term illness. There are, there's an estate planning, potential estate planning issue. There's an income issue, right? There's an asset protection issue. What do I mean by that? If you're incapacitated and you're working, you're certainly not contributing anymore. Now there's also a long-term or asset protection piece where there's a, a cost to that. So you're, it's going to affect your income. It's going to affect your expenses, certainly, or your assets if you have to come out of pocket, 80000 a year, whatever the number is. But then also, what happens if you're incapacitated, you can't act for yourself? Do you have a power of attorney? You see why, when I talk about being complete, if you do not have a power of attorney in place and you become incapacitated, it's too late. You, Your spouse or your children will be going to probate to get a power of attorney through a court. So, again, this is why I get animated about these things. Let me get back to um, taxes. Let me offer, make one more offer, too, because I offered this before, but... This is stuff that we'll get into. If you want to come in and see me personally, you will, I'll schedule some time with you. There is no cost or obligation. So I'm going to make this offer again. It is, I call it your retirement blueprint. Okay, it's a comprehensive plan. There's no cost or obligation. I will go, we'll go through your income plan, how to maximize income. But then on the, on the other side of it, say, how do we minimize taxes? How do I get tax-free income? How do I maximize my Social Security but, but try to get as much of it tax-free? Uh, how do I, uh, you know, create what I call a forward tax plan? How many of us are doing this? Bring in your tax returns, bring in your wills and trusts. Hopefully you have them. We'll review everything. You will walk out of there, excuse me, with a clear understanding of everything you have. You'll see maybe there's, there may be only some minor tweaks here that you have to, you probably, you know, if there is, 
If you have something that's good, we're going to tell you. If there's things that you might want to be aware of, at least you'll know. You will not be blindsided by things. You'll have the information you need. You'll walk out of there, have it in your hands, an entire plan on what you need to do. So if if you're serious about this, give me a call. I'll set the time aside. Personally, you will meet with me, Tom Fortino. We'll do it. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185 to get your retirement planning review, comprehensive review, and your retirement blueprint. Okay? Uh, let me get back to the taxes. I'm sorry. There's, you see how there's all these moving parts? And, um, and so that's why our model as a firm is like this, because, you know, we want to cover everything, right? I'm not the attorney, but the, everything's done in-house. The estate planning's done in-house. I'm not the accountant, but again, we have CPAs that do the, all of this is part of what we do. And I, I think it can be done. It can be done well. With, on the tax end of it, I did talk to you about having a forward tax plan. And so um, if, you, if you do take advantage and come in, bring in your tax return. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I know it sounds crazy to say, well, this will be fun. But we'll pull out. You're going to see where your marginal tax bracket, tax bracket is. You're going to see what your taxable income is on line 43. If you're taking Social Security, you'll see that. You'll see if you're creating uh, income you know, that's creating tax that you don't need. We'll also understand whether or not to start com- contributing to Roth. Roth contributions, 6500 per person per year. I mentioned even if you're in a 401K, that does not preclude you or prevent you from contributing. If you have money sitting in a bank account, put it into a Roth. Why wouldn't you do that? I can't tell you how many times someone comes in and they have money sitting in a bank account. And say, Why is it in a taxable account? Put it into tax-free. That's 6500 per person per year, $13,000 per year. You're 2018. We're going to be in 2019. That's another 13000 What about 401k contributions? There's Roth 401ks. There's also potential Roth conversions. If you have $100,000 in a 401k, or I mean an IRA today, you don't have to do it all at once. Again, if I know what my marginal tax bracket is, I can stay within that tax bracket because I know how much I can pull out. Yes, it's taxable, but now I can do $10,000 a year for 10 years. Now, I don't do $100,000 all at once. But now, 10 years from now, all of that money has now been repositioned at hopefully the lowest tax rate possible, and it's going to be tax-free for the rest of my life. doesn't tax my Social Security. There's no required minimum distributions, and it goes to my spouse and children tax-free. Right? This is planning. Um, uh, I can't get into all of the ideas today because we just don't have time, but after-tax contributions. Some of you may want to look at doing a 401k after-tax contribution. What does that mean? Again, if you're calling your provider... um, and by the way, one quick comment, if you're younger and you have children, or if you have children, you're advising someone younger, and this is a general comment, in almost all cases, I would tell them to use mostly the Roth. I mean, you got all these years of growth. Pay on the seed, not on the harvest. But after-tax contributions are over and above the 24500 This is detailed in that tax-free report that I offered earlier. The more detail that I can get into right now on every one. But keep in mind, if you're putting 24.5 into your, which is the contribution limits if you're over age 50, you cap out at 24.5. Are you aware you might be able to put more in? Those are called after-tax contributions. You do not get a tax deduction for them, right? But let's say, because the IRS code, look it up. You can put close to 60000 in a 401k. So as you say, why would I put more than 24.5? If you put another 10000 in, that's called an after-tax contribution. Now that I put in an after-tax, I do not get a tax deduction. It does still show up as taxable income. But now that I've got it into a qualified plan, I can move that to a Roth potentially. You need to check on it. I can move that to a Roth. That's another 10000 potentially or 20000 
that I put in after tax. So think about this. If I put $13,000 in between my spouse and I, I did another $10,000 into after tax in my 401k. And then I did a um, maybe a $5,000 Roth conversion. Then 2019 in January, I put another 13000 What's that? 2610 36 I mean, I'm looking at $40,000 in the next course of the next six months. I repositioned into tax-free for the rest of my life. Doesn't tax my Social Security Denver goes on my 1040, no required minimum distribution, and goes to my spouse and children tax-free. You see why I get excited about taxes? This is part of your income plan, right? And if you were listening from the beginning, I did talk about Social Security claiming strategies. I did talk about uh, maximizing your pensions and understanding your pensions. I did talk about creating the income through your investments and potentially using an income annuity. This is income planning, but there's all these other pieces and unfortunately, I don't think a lot of us are getting this advice. So if you want to come in, please give us a call. If you want the reports, the packet of the retirement planning packet, I offered that. It goes into all these ideas, maximizing income, tax-free retirement, worksheets, asset protection. Give us a call. It's, this is, there's no cost or obligation to it. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. You can also go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. All of this information is free. It's about getting you informed, educated, providing clarity, and reducing stress in your life. I hope it's been helpful. I hope you've gotten a couple ideas, and I hope to hear from more of you. As always, everyone, have a blessed week, and let's get to work. The Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, will return next Saturday at 9 a.m. For information or the questions about any of the content of the show, or to speak with Tom O'Brien, call 800-748-3185. That's 800-748-3185. And be sure to tune in next week.